You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. I'm Unqualified Opinion and Unwavering Bias. Back on a Monday, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve? It's New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, 31st of January 2000 and technically 21, but technically 22, but it's New Year's Eve. Dribbler's New Year's Eve. Huge night, huge day. Um, for those of you that don't quite understand, we follow the calendar of the punter and the dribbler, and anyone with half a brain knows that January doesn't count. January's the last month. January's of the, the year. last month of the year, as opposed to the first month. The first month of the year, the year starts tomorrow, Feb one. Whips cracking. Work hard. Make dreams a reality. Grind. Push. Play hard. Play hard. It's about drive. It's about power. Eddie, how are you? Very well, Tom. Always a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to be here with you on New Year's Eve. It's a pleasure to be here with the punter and, of course, the dribbler. Mm-hmm. The dribbler uh, means a lot to me, Tom. Love the dribbler. It's good to be with you, though, buddy. Um, I was saying before the cameras were rolling, the lights were on, and our audio has been recorded, mm. that you sound like you have... A violent case of hay fever. Again. I don't. That's we know what violent fucking hay fever sounds like, and this ain't it. Have you I don't got, think violent hay fever? I was in here, and it was like I needed to have tissues stuffed in every pocket just to prepare myself for the in, inevitable, like just out of nowhere running of the nose, like running of the bulls, but it's the running of the nose. Less Spanish. Uh, Do you think that there's germs in your body? that go on holidays, right? And they go, let's go do the running of the nose. <laughs> right, or like the, the like or a tomato stomping equivalent. Yes. Like, like you, you know, like they've travelled from like, I don't know. Your toe. Your toe. All, all the way from your toe up to... to your nose. Because they've heard rumours that like the running of the nose is a wild ride. And sometimes you might be able to escape the body. Yeah. Or like, I guess You might get like expelled. Travelling into space. Yeah. They're like the traveller, traveller germs. Eddie, I think that there is no reason for you and I this Monday morning, this New Year's Eve, to doubt the existence of the germ that doesn't mind a holiday. <laughs> you could argue you and I much like a germ. You know, just that we're, we might be the germs of the earth. I like to holiday. We like to holiday. A lot of people think that, that human beings, homo sapiens, are... Germs, of, germs the of the earth, cancers of the earth. Well, cancer's one thing. I'm just saying germs. Well, cancer's a bit more sinister. I don't want to say I'm a cancer, but I'm a germ. Well, of I'm the saying, earth. but I'm saying some people say that. Yeah, some people. We're do. not saying that. We're, we're saying, saying that. we're germs. We're just saying we're germs of the earth. I'm just saying what some people say. Passing on a message. Just looking at a photo quickly. What is here. a germ? You know what? Better question. I was about to talk about a. Obscure photo no one else can see. I was just impressed no, you how they do, you, no one does. No one does that more than you. I know. No one does that more than you. You do it f- twice a podcast? Yeah, a, a nice photo will come up. No one can see it. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, and um, I never put it in either if I had it. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I don't even know what the photo was. So yeah, can't you can't remember. I, you won't remember this one either, but just agriculture, land, you know. Dave, what's a germ, buddy? We're having internet problems here, punters and dribblers. Sorry, that's true. I forgot our Dave. Thank God you reminded me before I pizzled Dave for being this slow of getting what is a germ into Google. I was like, this motherfucker is 
What uh, do you think? A germ is, thanks to the miracle of hotspot, a microorganism, especially one which causes disease. Um, so it's a portion of an organism which is capable in develop in which is capable of developing into a new one or part of a new one. So the germs are malleable. Mm. Nothing about what I heard there has convinced me I'm not a germ of the earth. You know what I mean? Well, you are in some ways an organism and a portion of a large organism. And that you causes have developed fucking disease. And you have developed new organisms in your life. There you go. There you go. So you could argue and argue strongly, and I think argue in a court of law, punters and dribblers, that we are in fact germs of the earth. And Tom and I, because we like to holiday, you could argue again in a court of law that we're germs that like to party and holiday. <laughs> so knowing all that, knowing what we now know, <laughs> I don't think it's a too big of a stretch to imagine that there are germs in Tom's body that, that looking for a bit of a wild ride have made their way north yeah. to the nostril. You know what? There's a, maybe, maybe autoimmune disorders like fucking hay fever, like psoriasis, is just you've got fucking traveler germs. Looking for a fucking... You've just got germs that like to ride. fucking, you know... Get up and about. Have, have big dreams. I want to go and, you know, see the world. Mm. Now, is that good for me? No, it's not. Just what small town germs that want to see the big... That want to see the, the big smoke, big, the big nose. So when you, were, when you had shingles, was that just like all your germs taking a gap year? Yeah, yes, I don't know what that... The shingles one, or maybe that was like a... Uh, shingles was almost like a wildfire in like a... Like a germ, you know, city. Where it was just like out of control. Germs lost control of the fucking city and I got what, shingles. And then you had like refugee germs. Well, I don't know if they're necessarily all refugee, but they were certainly... Uh, they were, I mean, you could say refugee, but they were like, uh, what's it called? Natural disaster um, refugees, you know, like rising tide. <laughs> the climate, climate, climate refugee. Climate refugee. <laughs> <laughs> climate refugee. So what happens when there's too much greenhouse gases, i.e. bacon going into Exactly, the bacon fat. Yeah. Just, you know. Yeah. That's, that's one way of looking at it. It is. Um, on this Monday. Make of that what you will. Make of that what you will. Eddie, how was your weekend? Weekend was good. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you, buddy. Happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Thank yeah. you, boys. Sorry. That's okay. Well, it's not my birthday now. No, so. it's not. I said happy birthday to you the other day. You did. You even called me, which is nice. Yeah. You don't get many calls. I get a couple. Days. Well, yeah, I, didn't, I, I, I didn't want calls. I didn't really want no, calls. No, I knew you didn't want a call, which is almost why I did it. I didn't want calls on, on the Saturday, really, because I was in a, gen, uh, a ginger state. Gentle state. Ginger. Ginger state. Uh, shout out to Nick Parsons. His buck was, was on Friday. And it was big. It was really big. <laughs> it was huge. And then you rolled into... You still roll, roll into the next day better than I. You, like, you, you have a bounce back to you that belies your grey hair. You know, like, you, you can bounce back. Well, maybe back. it's why I have grey hair. Yeah, I, I think know. it might be. You know, in, like, X-Men, when I think Rogue or whatever her name is gets... Fucking white hair after like a, an extremely traumatic event. Like that's probably why you are grey because you just fucking possibly a series of traumatic events. <laughs> well, they're not traumatic at the time. No, they're no, fun just, at the time. No, no, just on the body, probably long term. Possibly that should be the title of your autobiography: a series of traumatic, traumatic events. events. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll read it and go, "This doesn't sound traumatic. This isn't that bad." Go, well, it is to the well. Point. Yeah, did you hear? You no, know, rip and tear and is fucking like twelve <laughs> chapters. Yeah, <laughs> um, 
but it was a buck, so you got to turn up, you know what I mean? Mm. And then it was my birthday at 12, so like, you know, it's like a bit of a... Yeah, it's kind of your birthday over two days when that happens, because everyone at midnight is like, happy birthday. Yes, correct. And the next day, you get the whole next day doing it as well. That's right. Well, yeah, that's right. So that was nice. That was very nice. But... Did you get anything cool? Uh, did I get anything cool? No, yeah. I didn't get anything cool really okay. for my 31st. Yeah. I got... Uh, Ella's getting me some some slacks, some pants. I don't have any pants, really. Slacks? Are we talking moleskins, like last potty moles? Well, like, I need, like, I need, I, well, I need jeans. I don't have any jeans. I need chinos, like, just on that. You need a pants thing. overhaul. I need pants overhaul. I've got, like, trendy pants, but I don't have, like... Day-to-days. I don't have day-to-days. Yeah, you can't rock around in Venroy striped fucking pants every single day. No, you can't. And that's no knock on them. I'm just saying. No, no. A, well, know, I mean... You got to call a spade a spade. Yeah. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it, and I I won't be able to do it. So pants you know, overhaul. Pants overhaul. Well, they just got holes, Tom. I wore them into the earth, and yep. I said, okay, it's summer now, so I need not worry. But now, now it's time to start worrying again. <laughs> I don't think it's time to start worrying. No, but but like here's an opportunity to get some pants. But like get ahead of the game. That's as well. right. I got some money, which was nice. Oh, some Maltesers. Maltesers. Yeah. That's sweet. That was from Nicola, Ella's mum. That was nice. That's very nice. Um, there's things on the way, but... Okay, things on the way. Well, like, I can pick a present off my brother and my sister, so I don't know what I'm going to get. Now, when you're picking that, though, do we have, like, a, you obviously can't, like, blow... You can't be like, I want fucking something obnoxious. Have like, you, what would be obnoxious? An Aston Martin. Yeah, well, I'm just trying to work well. out what you can and can't ask from a parent, like, from your siblings. Like, I don't know. You like a pair of socks. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, what are you getting me? Tickets, like a massage or... I don't like massages. Bruh, go to Boss. Can you please go to Boss in WA? I don't like massages. I know, neither do I, dude, but I went to but Boss. I don't like them. What is that about you, though? I right? don't know. Yeah, right, but like... My, like, my back, I'm too sensitive. Nah, fuck that, dude. Well, Sorry. I've never had one I liked. You, you what is that, then? Well, this is... You haven't had one you like. You probably haven't had that many. I can tell that because you're obviously a, you, you were a guy. Who's I'm like, like I'm like I'm oh cool. I'm like I'm like oh and eight. I'm cool. It's all good. But then as oh soon as someone 10, puts maybe. their hands like, no, you're not. It's like a carrot cake. Situation. Uh, I was gonna say yeah. this is like I the reckon, carrot cake I thing. You've never had a fucking massage in your life. Well, you can ask Ella about it because she's laid there next to me while I'm fucking like ticklish and giggling like multiple times. Okay, so it's a ticklish thing. You see, this it's comes out. You probe thing. long enough. You probe long enough to trigger that. He, you giggle. Yeah, ticklish, sensitive thing. Yeah. Now, where are you ticklish though? On my back. You are ticklish on your back. Yes. So they they're hard pressing and shit doesn't. They don't seem to fucking. And then if they hard press too much, it's like this fucking hurts. Now I'm uncomfortable. It's like it. They, there's no Goldilocks zone for me. Jesus Christ, we're gonna have to get you down to boss pronto, dude. You got to get in there for one I session leave, with boss. I leave. I've got a boss session in me today. Actually. I leave less relaxed, and then I go, well, "Was that worth it?" Listen, I'm with you in that Do I've you know had I've say? had periods where I'm not a fan of massages, like where I felt like I've come away with like a kink in my neck or my back that yes. like fucked yeah. me up. I've come away fucking yes, yes. But then. I also remember a period. I remember when I went to like Thailand or something in my early twenties. Like, do you and those Thai massages on the beach? They were fucking amazing. Fast forward, get down to fucking Double Bay, whatever the hell masseuse it is. Boss, he'll sort you out. Tell him Tom sent you. He okay. won't remember. He's only massaged me once. <laughs> I wouldn't have said that. Look, 
I'm gonna let I'm gonna leave room in my life to enjoy one, but at the moment, I'm just not there. Okay, I mean, whatever, each to their own. But you know, are you missing? Are you leaving sort of good times on the table of life? Potentially, yes, you yeah, are. Potentially, you're leaving satisfaction, not sexual, just satisfaction on the table of life. All satisfaction doesn't need to be sexual, Tom. I know that. You know but that. Does the pun but you know that. Well, some well. Some of them would. So, well, I know, but some of them wouldn't. And that's why you need to clarify these things. <laughs> uh, you could argue more wouldn't that would, if that makes sense. Now you've lost me, mainly because you threw me in too many woods and woods, and I'd, I forget, like, you know, which one are we talking about now? Are they, I think, would, would they or wouldn't they? I think more <laughs> dribblers wouldn't have known that than would have. Right. Hence why wouldn't I should have said it. So it was important that then I made the clarification. Okay. And I'm backing you up. Um, I'm supporting that. an old friend. I appreciate that. What are we without support for old friends? We're, no. we're nothing. We're, nothing. We're, we're, fucking, we're, just, we're just violent monsters. We're just germs. Of the earth. Which we are. Now, back to me. <laughs> what could I ask for? I think something around the $150 mark okay. would yep. be fair and reasonable. I think that's reasonable. Now, where does that leave me? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm open to suggestions. What's the price of things? What's the price of things? What is the point of things? Yeah. Things are just fucking... Like, things are just things, aren't they? Things are just the things. The they're the pointless. Like, what's the point? I know it's like, is it nihilistic? Or is it realistic? Okay, now we're really going for it, guys. Now we are flying. <laughs> Eddie just put a different letter on the front of the word I said to make his joke. He could have said any letter as well, couldn't you? He could have said tirelistic. Could have. Could have. Didn't. Which, is, that, the, which is the ism of the Tyler. It is. Now, <laughs> shout out to all of our Tyler friends out there. And not to be mistaken with people called Tyler. Not Tyler with a Y. Tyler, like someone who puts Tyler. I can guarantee you there's a bloke out there whose name's Tyler and it's spelled T-I-L-E-R. No, I can guarantee you. And his old man was a Tyler. I guarantee there's a guy out there called Tyler who's spelled T-Y-L-E-R who is a Tyler and gets every day. Oh, you're Tyler, Tyler, the Tyler. Yeah, if you are a Tyler, call, if you're a Tyler, who is a Tyler, mm. can you please reach out? Reach out. We'd and love if, to chat. And if you if you are a Tyler named Tyler and own a business called Tyler Styles, Tyler Styles, please reach out. Please reach. Out. You exist. You, we know you exist. Tyler's 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 must be got to be somewhere. And if it isn't, we have some purchasing to do. A domain that will never be used unless we meet a guy called Tyler. Who's, you know, just or, we, or we run Tyler auditions until we find someone. Yes. Named Who's Tyler? Tyler Who's who Tyler? can tile? Yeah. And you need to be able to tile with the best of them. Oh, bro. If you can't tile, it defeats a purpose. Otherwise, we're not interested. Well, it's just well, why the fuck would... Otherwise, we're just fucking hanging out with some guy called Tyler. That's right. And... That makes no sense. I've never met a... T- well, I've met some Tylers, have I? You've definitely met a Tyler, dude. Come on. Yeah, Tyler Drayton. There you go. His name was Tyler. Have you met a Tyler? Tyler Drayton. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I played footy with a guy called Tyler back in Barrel. Tyler who? I d- don't push me, bro. I was a fucking 13-year-old. I don't know. Barrel Blacks. I think his name was Tyler. Now I don't even know. But he was a big motherfucker. Do you reckon there's anyone called Tyler Tyler? I mean, I think that stranger things have happened. You know what I mean? Like, 
Peter Peters exists. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, if Peter Peters exists, then Tyler Tyler <laughs> definitely could exist. Whether or not he does no. is a different story. But he certainly could. So that was my birthday. Terrific. So um, I had a fucking great day. Elsa yeah. took me out for dinner. That was lovely. Flopped about. Went to the beach. Had a sleep. Et al. Et al. And then tomorrow, uh, yesterday, what did you do? Just rip. Um, got breakfast, walked the dog, flopped about. Living. Again. Just needed needed to get back to It was to wind neutral. down. Yeah, it was wind down. Seriously. <coughs> Had to just get back to neutral. Fucking tired. Feeling all right, though. Yeah. Getting back there. Oh, that's good, mate. You know, had a good sleep last night. Oh, you had a good sleep? Yeah. I mean, and you're like, you're a sleep head hits the pillow sort of operator, aren't no, you? No, no, I was laying in bed watching the tennis and I was just, I was just doing my, my absolute best. My absolute best. Got to like late in the fourth and I woke up when my alarm went off and I was like... Missed it. Couldn't, just... My body gave out. Yep, I understand that. And we will get to the tennis. It's the perils and the pitfalls of watching sport in bed. Like, it's great. But it's not great for that reason. I, look, I, I hear you, and that's why I probably got through it because I was on the couch. It's uh, easier on the couch. It is. Because you've got a job to do. You know what, though? I fall asleep on the couch more than I care to acknowledge, and I... Oh, you can fall asleep on the couch. I'm not saying you can't, but it's I not know. as easy. No. The game, though, certainly was keeping me awake. Yeah. I was... I got to the point of the fourth... When it went to the fourth... Did you rip and tear on... Like, did you have a huge rip and tear on the weekend? Oh, uh, no. No. So, I mean, what the fuck? Where am I ripping and tearing, baby? I'm just a fucking... Well, I can ask, can't I? Of course you can ask. Yeah. You can ask me anything, man. You know, exactly. that. you know that. Yeah, that's why I asked. Because I can ask you. You can that. ask me literally anything. Yep. Within reason, but literally anything. So you didn't rip and tear on the weekend? You didn't do anything? No, dude, I didn't rip and tear. I can't remember what I did, though. I don't know if that speaks to just larger cognitive failure. Um, But what I did do uh, yesterday made my glorious return for Thick Ropes County 11. I saw that. Well, I saw that you were there. Yeah, I was there. Came back. Now, I don't know if anyone else can see, but can you see that little bruise there on the the arm? Yep. Don't pretend that you can't. I can see it. No, good. Point, like, tell everyone you can see it. And, like, if you put it on the right angle, it actually has it's a bit raised. Mm. Right angle. Right angle. You yeah. need to, you know, it's like from where you're sitting, it's difficult, but, like, you can, yep. you know, <laughs> yep, cop one on the arm, you know, when I was batting. Did you? Yeah, fucking trying to get out of the way, ducked into it. Couldn't be cool either, you know, when people get hurt and they're like, just like, Matt weighed it or pup and sat for it and you just deal with the pain. I was like, oh, Fuck. Like, I was like... <laughs> so you didn't... You weren't cool about it? I wasn't cool at all. I couldn't... Bro, it actually fucking hurt. Of course it hurt. I was like, am I going to try and pretend for the sake of the fucking mental battle I'm having with this bowler? No, he just fucking bounced me and I shit my pants. And it hurt. And it hurt like hell. Uh, tough comeback. Well, we didn't win. No arm guard on? No. Well, it was the back arm as well, you know. I, f- I, I don't know how to deal facing bouncers, dude. I don't play enough cricket. I only play like fucking every once in a while in a yeah, thick do, ropes back, county. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not like a... I don't have any background in it, which actually one of the guys in the opposition, and this gave me such... I felt like such a... 
I just couldn't wait to tell you, basically. But I was, I went all right. I got 45. Nice. Off 26. Um, but one of the dudes in the opposition comes up and goes, well, well battered, man. So who do you, uh, like, what club do you play for? And I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't play for anything. So, oh, well, you, have you played before? And I'm like, uh, maybe just a bit of 2020. And he was, he was like shocked because of how, like, I guess, um, if I can, my, like, my range of stroke play and sort of, you know, how graceful I looked. So you couldn't wait to tell me that? I couldn't wait to come in here and tell you that I was asked for which, which grade cricket club that I play and I just got to say fifth division, Thick Ropes County. But, like, I appreciate you obviously noticing grace and poise that I yeah. must have, like... And talent beyond the division. And, like, access, I guess. Just my wagon wheel fucking wigged him out, I think, because it was so plentiful. All-encompassing. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. How many, you know, like, we used to do fucking couple of straight drives yesterday. Yeah, bro, you know, a bit of that, a bit of this, hooks, pulls, cuts. <laughs> Slices. Slices, yeah, man, really, really potent shit. Uh, we lost, though, Devo against the Flat Track Bullies. If I was to, if I was to say to you, pick one person in our team that you, like, you, you know this person, so pick one person in our team to be responsible solely for three runouts, who would you pick? They 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 ran, were they, they ran, ran three people out in straight. a row. Yeah. In consecutive balls? <laughs> no, no consecutive <laughs> balls, but the three consecutive wickets that we lost were all from street runouts. It was fucking ridiculous. They only they only took three wickets, and street was then responsible for the other three all runouts. And it was just like <laughs> all three of them. It's the second week in a row he's run out, chick art. So he was fucking pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> And then, um, <laughs> and then he just takes off. <laughs> he takes off, and <laughs> despite the person going, no, no, he just runs past them. <laughs> and then they're fucked. <laughs> it was so fun. And look, he ended up in st- street, he ended up getting some runs, which was good. He nice. got 50. Oh, nice. So he tried to make up for it. Well, he did. Well, he didn't. He did. He did, and he didn't, because we also got, th- we lost three batsmen. Yeah, but like your scorecard usually reads like two, one, two, three. Scorecards, you know I mean? look, they can, but we, you can have a good scorecard. Our scorecard wasn't too bad, actually. To be honest, I got 40 something, 40 something. Streety got a 50. Barthy got like 20, like a strong opening. So, like, we went all right. But anyway, I just am stoked that you picked it exactly. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day. The fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe based thing. Big shout out to the the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think two hundred and seven reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life changing. 
as we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the about even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. No, I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY... You get fifty bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get a hundred bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rose on there, code manly, fifty bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like let's get this vintage out there to the people that yep. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Who the fuck ran out three people in a row? And it was Streety. And it was funny. <laughs> So he was like the last man batting, and then he came off, <laughs> came off back to where we we're all sitting, just like apologising to three separate people. Sorry, Henry. Sorry, Chigga. Sorry, Davey. Yeah, it's like fucking hell, Hamish. Eddie, we did say before we were up, we were watching tennis. Nadal now the goat. That's fair to say, isn't well, it? Well, he's got the most majors. Yeah. Well, that's got to be goat. Like, I mean, we do we pick and choose. Our fucking metrics for goats. Well, it depends how you look at it. Like some, most people would say Tiger Woods is the goat, but he hasn't got the most majors. Do you know? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yep, I do. There are varying degrees of, to this conversation. Obviously, nuanced debate. Nuanced debate. Obviously, Nadal in the fucking thick of the conversation. Obviously, that goes without saying. He now makes his case stronger than it's mm. ever been. Mm. Because he's now out and about by himself. He's never been out and about Mr. by 21. himself. Mr. 21. No, he hasn't. Never been. He's always been behind Roger. He's now surpassed him. So, yeah, he's making his argument a fuckload stronger. And he had a winning record against Roger. Yes. Doesn't have a winning record against Novak. Novak. Also played Roger a lot on clay. 
we could be here till the cows come home talking about what that did to Roger's game mm. and how that affected him mentally. Yes. When playing the great Raphael Nadal, mm. for example, was he aggressive enough on his own backhand? Maybe not. But that's for another day. That's for another day. That's for another day, puns and dribblers. But the great Raphael of never gives up fame, of lessening how to be a fucking champion fame. Dude, champion. Like, that, uh, at two sets down, and even, in fairness, he almost won the fucking, the second. But... But he didn't. No, Eddie didn't. That's a huge point. He had mi- he had mini breaks in the tiebreaker. I was like, here we go, brah. And then when he got beaten, I go, this is it. That's got to be the nail in the coffin. Yeah. Because... Raphael was all at sea physically. It looked like to the punter and the dribbler. I'm a dribbler or a punter, whatever. That's what it looked like to me. It was fucking hot down there. He was sweating his Spanish ass I've never seen someone sweat like that. He was fucking drenched. Drenched. Like it looked like he'd been, like he'd had had a swim. The court was drenched as well. Underneath where he served. Yeah. Because some of those service games were fucking long. That was crazy, wasn't it? They were going for ages. Like 10 minutes, 11 yeah, minutes, yeah, 12 yeah, minutes yeah. service games. But also, how about how they just kept breaking each other? Like, there were so many breaks of serve, and then just another break straight off the back of it. Like, it was unbelievable. And, like, Ro- Raphael, as Jim Courier pointed out, like, he's a fucking bit of an OCD operator. Mm. He likes things just so. Couldn't put hit the second ball in his pocket for fear of it Soaking, soaking yeah, wet. Yeah, yeah. So he had to take them by the ball boy, and he's out there trying to do the damn thing. Clearly in his own head, going, "Bro, you, you've never sweat this much in your entire life." This is one of the great sweats of modern times. Of modern times, I don't think a man's been sweatier. Put it that way. And not to uh, tread down the well-worn path of Novak and his fidgeting, but just from like a. Uh, you know, you know, like your nipples bleed when, like, when you run a marathon from your shirt rubbing. Well, apparently they can, yeah. Apparently, like his face. I'm surprised he's got any skin left. He doesn't have any like <laughs> rub burns. Like he's just constantly rubbing his face. Like my nose gets red from hay fever. I'm like, I don't touch it that much. Yeah, it's like if you blow your, like if you, your nose can get red from blowing your nose. Yeah. You might only blow it six, seven times, eight times, ten say, times. I was gonna say twenty. Twenty. And he's wiping his face. Hundreds, hundreds of times, if not thousands of times, every game, every game, every point, five sets, five sets, and there was points where like Nadal would, you know, he's winning these crazy games and he's fucking landing these crazy winners, and then the next point, he's hit the ball, it's gone halfway up the net, like it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was bipolar, it was bipolar like, shit, I couldn't believe what I was watching, yeah. The crowd very much on Raphael's side. Which I loved. Which I loved. But you know what? Medvedev, we may as well touch on that now. Medvedev clearly doesn't know the way of the world. Now, from the books I've read about tennis players, they live weird lives. Basically, like, forced to train crazy hours from a young age in order to be great. Yep. Sheltered lives to a degree. Like, they're not exposed to potentially the situations that sort of give you real-world exposure. Yeah, Does yeah, that make yeah, sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're not. Like, Medvedev doesn't seem to understand why Nadal, of 20 majors fame, of absolute champion of the game fame, of arguably the greatest of all time fame, he doesn't seem to understand why they're cheering for him and not 
Him. Him. Yeah. It's like, oh, maybe because you haven't fucking done much. Yeah, bro. and no one really knows who you are. Yeah, you won. You beat fucking Djokovic in the US Open. People, most people wouldn't know that you won the US Open last year. No. Most people wouldn't know I'd that. I'd say that most people coming into this tournament may have not even known that you existed. I think that's a very fair comment. I think 98% of the people of the population now that know who you are yeah. know you as like a whinger. Yeah, you're like a, you're a villain. You're a villain, really. And you also don't seem to get that the more you lean, the more you talk about it, the more you complain about yeah. it, the more hated you'll become. Like the way you get like Gene up the crowd and like getting angry at him or clapping him when it was like they were clapping a Novak point. And you're just like, dude, stop being a bitch. That was the thing that I was most concerned about. Where I was like, oh, this guy's going to win. And then it's going to be a really scat ending. I'm going to be sitting up here till fucking two in the morning. And then I'm going to watch this weird gimp win. Thank Christ it didn't happen. But I will say this. I'll give him a little credit. Mr. Videv speaks well. And as much of an asshole and a, and a salty man as he looked like in the post game, and he's just standing there, as soon as he got on the mic, I was actually like, oh, okay. That actually was better and more gracious than I was expecting from this guy who's calling the fucking umpire like a literal small cat. Did you, um, did you see his, did you see his post match conference? No, last night. Yeah. No. One of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Oh, like really? This meandering story about. He's like, I'm not going to talk about uh, what happened tonight, but I'm going to talk about, like, I'm going to tell you a story and shit. And he talks about, like, him as a kid and, like, all these moments in his life and, like, all these people that he's played and these tournaments and shit. And he doesn't really, he's not really going anywhere with it. But he's, Do less, But man, he's also yeah. saying, like, you know, I, um, I, I'll only play for myself now and my family and my country. And, and sometimes if I'm... If it means playing small tournaments in Russia, then that's where I'll play instead of playing like Roland Garros and Wimbledon and shit. Because he's like basically saying, unless I'm supported, I'm not playing. Oh, like, really? Uh, uh, okay, bro. Oh, if you, no. If you want to go play challenger events and futures events mm. for $1,200 yeah. in Russia. And get clapped by some countrymen. get clapped, then go for gold. Yeah. Because... You're never going to be the favourite player on the court, no, I don't think. I think he needs to get some, like, uh, some need, like sleep companions or whatever for, for Medvedev, just of, like, people cheering and clapping him. It's It was bizarre. It's like, how the fuck do you think that people are going to cheer for you? Like, Roger Federer, I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen him being more adored than a Frenchman at the French yes, Open. Yes, yes. Like... That's real love and embracing or embrace, embracement, embrace, whatever. Like, how are you going to go if that if you play Roger in Russia and they're like all over Roger's Yeah, dick? you'll fucking, you'll struggle. Is I don't know the if the Russians will get over Roger's dick in Russia. Well, I'm just saying, Russia, but though. where to then for Medvedev? Like, yeah. someone needs to sit him down and go, mate. Shut the fuck up. You don't know what the fuck you're on about. Yeah. You've lost your mind. The reality is this, Tom. From what I saw, deep into the fourth set, Medvedev was the better player. But yes. The crowd fucked him up. The crowd fucked him. Medvedev is the better player. That's he's like. It's funny to see what the archetypal tennis body has become. It's like Djokovic, Medvedev, gangly grasshopper, fucking yeah, arms twice as long, like wingspan that below, like that just doesn't make sense compared to like what they say it's meant to. It's meant to be your body height. It's like these guys like fucking yeah, the gangly rangy fuckers, yeah. aren't they? He looks a bit like quite a bit like Djokovic. Yeah. Whereas the Dale's all muscle, bro. All muscle, grunt, and just like, I'm just going to out-tough you. And out-think you. Yeah. Like, 
there were certain points in that set where I swear Nadal was serving at like fucking 20% first serves. Couldn't make one. Couldn't buy mm. one. And then he's hitting it halfway up the net and should be still grinding out these these Ws, yeah. these break points and shit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? He is a psychopath in mm. that respect. Yes. His ability to just go, forget that point. Back into it. it. Back into it. And he's, because he fucked up, like... It, he dropped a break in the at the end of the fifth set, and then broke straight. And then back. broke straight back, and then won it. And you're like, okay, that's that's hectic. But um, but Medvedev. I mean, you'd assume Medvedev's like the next thing. Based on what I'm saying, he's the next. Yeah, thing. and that's not good because he's a dick. I don't want to. Tennis would be going. Oh no. Oh, they would be. They'd have to. Oh be. no. Our surely, next big surely the powers that be. Surely the powers that be. Uh, not loving what's going on Zverev is yeah. a big day as well he's well. just a bit fucking magoo like what's he got like we've had these absolute champions Roger and Rafa like and Novak to a degree in terms to a degree because he because he's obsessed with being liked yeah so at least, so he, at least he was trying at least to be he liked. pretends to yeah. be liked yeah. do you yeah. know what I mean but there was a period where he wasn't the Novak of today where he's just sort of a gimp you know, there was like a... He's a, always been a bit of a gimp. Tom. Yes, that he has, but he's never been as cool as Roger and Raph. Never. But he has had moments where it was like, oh, yeah, this guy, like, you know, you sort of people were happy for him to win and all that jazz. Yeah, uh, a little bit. A little bit. But where... But I know what you mean. We're coming into a real wintry period for tennis stars. Yeah, like a deep winter. Tennis personalities. Because it's actually ridiculous when you look at those records that the three... 20 slam or now 20, 20, 21. Like slam winners like all came in the same era. Like it's actually It doesn't make same. any sense. No, it's ridiculous. The three best all time comfortably by a long, 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 long way played in the same era. Yeah. But played in the professional era, arguably when it's been most competitive. Yeah, because that, but that's the thing as well, right? Is where you could go like, oh, well, you, of course you're going to see the best of the best in an era when your sports science is the best and your this and that and that is the best. And you're like, yeah, maybe that's an argument, but you go, no one else in that era has come close. So no one else within well, this era... Well, there's a sprinkling. Stan the man, and right, He's won like fucking two but I'm, no, but I'm saying like, but I'm, he's won three. Yeah. But I'm saying it's literally those three. Yes. And then... The smallest sprinkling. You've got like... Uh, Andy exactly. Murray won three or four. Murray Stan Warringer. won three. Del Potro won one. Yes. Chilich won one. I think that's it. That's kind of it. That's in like 20 years. Yeah. So Fucking it's outrageous. not... You can't, you can't really put it down to the sports science sort of shit in my mind. It's no. like these guys are just far and away better than everyone. And the fact that at 35, 36 and Federer, like they're still basically locks to make semis of any tournament they play and they're old as shit, Federer. Oh, they like they yeah older than everyone. Like making quarterfinals and shit to some a, to most vast majority of the players on the planet is like wow yeah. fucking hell made quarters holy shit like Kyrgios has made the court, to, quarters twice yeah twice ever. Whereas those the big three, it's like if you don't even if you don't make the semi, Federer the walks final, up and walks fight. out there and makes a quarter. Yeah, his quarterfinal streak in majors was like ridiculous. Yeah. Fucking absurd. Maxie Dans was saying actually last night, he was saying um, that he respects Kyrgios's, you know, wish to, or like he respects that Kyrgios is happy 
not training at all, being a top 20 player in the yeah. world and just like making cash and I assume, you know, betting women and just doing the yeah, damn thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it would be nice if he did train so that he could like beat Medvedev and Zverev and all these losers. It'd be you know fantastic. I mean? I mean, that's what we want. I get the lifestyle choice because he doesn't give a shit. He was like, and we'll, well, you know what? We'll get to the special case shortly, but his like post-match chat about like how much he was training this week. He was like, he was like, this is the most professional I've ever been. I've been up fucking at seven in the morning practicing and training. It's like, oh, you never do that? Like, no, no. He sleeps in after just a night betting women. Now, obviously Rafa, love Rafa, all good, well done Rafa, but fuck me if it's not Aussie Ash and Aussie Ash alone. It's all about Aussie Ash. It's all about Aussie Ash. First women's Aussie Aussie Open. First Aussie women's Aussie Open winner in 400 years, I think it is, since records were kept. And <laughs> she... Well, just about. Just about. Since 76, I think. Yeah, she pounded, she pounded that yank into the earth. Obviously, the second set was like she, had, she turned around and the yank bed shit. But like even the fact that... It was 5-1. It was 5-1. And then she ended up winning the tiebreak 5-1. Oi... Um, she well, just turned it on. Yeah, she's too good. She's too good. No one has come close to her. Like I think the amount of games it took her to win the whole thing is close to the best in Grand Slam. I think it's second to Serena. So Serena had like in the US Open or something, 29 games or something yep. like that. Yeah, and she was 30. 30, 30 or 32. Yeah, I saw that. And I think in that one, Serena had lost a set, but Barty didn't drop a she set. She lost the yeah. final. Of, in the, she lost a set in the final. In the final. Barty didn't drop a set all, all Didn't 20. drop a set. I mean, that's championship level stuff. Yes, it is. She's so much better than everyone else that it was never real. I never was, as an Australian Tom, never uncomfortable. Like, obviously, down 5-1. Five, 5-1, five, one. One, you were uncomfortable. Yeah, it, I was. But I wasn't. But I still said to myself... She can do it. She, it's still another set. Our right? girl can do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, It wasn't definitely. like, oh, she's fucked. She's going to lose. She... It was... And, like, when she won it, she that, that guttural, primal roar it was she primal. let out. That Nutrigrain Iron Woman roar. Oh, that was Iron Man. Iron Woman stuff. Iron Woman, Edward. Um, it was great to see. I didn't love the yank, but then once she spoke afterwards, I did. You know what I mean? Like it's something. It's they're they're on field personas and they're playing. It's very easy for me to hate. And then she warmed on me very quickly. Yes, she did speak for maybe a little too long. You did just lose. Uh, give Ozzy Ash her moment, but she was. I think that in some ways, though, her making the final was her like was her was her moment. It was her idea of... She may be deep down in her heart of hearts, doesn't think she's got a Grand Slam win in her. It's Collins. Collins. So winning or making a final sort of was it. And That's where I thought it was going. That's how I sort of interpreted it with the tears and the thanking. Yeah, right. This Because there was a lot of thanking. Lots of thanking. And a heap of tears. It was basically a victory speech. And in some ways, maybe it was a victory for her. For her. Two Does winners that, that night. Two winners. Three winners. Tennis. Ash and Collins for essentially winning her version of a slam. Well, her version of a slam is making the final, which she did. And she got pumped. She got pumped. Well done. Well done. But Aussie Ash now going down 
in the pantheon of Aussie greats. Well, she's Aussie greats. That was what was crazy. Is like they were taking a photo backstage with um, all the other like tennis, like some like real tennis greats. But then they were talking about like you look in the crowd, who's there? It's like Kath, great, Thorpey, great, Ash. Now this little old Ash Barty is like you know knockabout, unassuming Aussie girl is now like in and amongst these like Ast- all-time Australian lords. Kath was absolutely foaming at the mouth yeah. afterwards. Like, yeah. she gave her the fucking greatest embrace I've ever seen. But so what I thought was a nice touch, Tom, was that the great Yvonne Gulligan Corley was there mm-hmm. to present the, champ- the trophy to Ash, Aussie Ash. Yvonne, a hero and a mentor to Ash, has been unwell and had refused a couple of invitations by Tennis Australia to come down do the presentation mm. now as ash starts to get deeper and deeper started to get into her work eddie and it becomes obvious to all in sundry that ash is going to win the damn thing mm. yvonne changes the tune but because yvonne respects and admires ash she doesn't want to steal the limelight doesn't want to get involved so she only agrees to do it if she's smuggled in no one knows she's coming smuggle me in we had to and look we um we often get approached for like border based smuggling. I believe she's in Queensland, and we had to load poor Yvonne into the back of a Ute, mm. just laid a swag mattress down, then put the tray cover back on. We're like, you yeah, best go to sleep here. You know how they like sedate the, those Thai ca- cave boys to yeah. get them out. Have you watched that ketamine? No, I haven't. But it's un fucking believable. But that's sort of how we got Yvonne out of there. We just pumped her full of ketamine and then load her on the back <laughs> of the Ute. Didn't need a mask. Didn't need a mask. Oxygen. That was fine. No, oxygen was fine, but we didn't want her to wake up startled on the middle of a, in a while we're on a highway no. doing fucking 120. 130. We, th- can you legally go 10Ks over the speed limit? Or is that not seven. true? Seven. I heard seven without getting done. I just got my license renewed and then got a fucking, uh, uh, I ran a red light. Anyway, shout out to Yvonne. That Thai cave boy thing we'll get into. Cause I have, where do you watch it? Uh, Disney. Disney. Okay. It is fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Might even be a Thursday thing. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. So I'll watch it between now and Thursday and then we'll talk about we'll it. We'll talk about it. No. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I'll just explain. No, exactly. Exactly. But I thought that was a lovely touch. Yeah, it was Yvonne nice. Yvonne there. Smuggled down in the back of a ute on ketamine. Yvonne's such a vibe. Yeah, she's a vibe. She's a vibe. She's a massive vibe. She's a massive vibe. And it was just, it was a, it was a nice touch to see. Ozzy Ash, you know. Obviously, Rocket Rod was there as well. Okay, nothing makes me miss my grandma or gra- late grandparents more than seeing Rocket Rod try and take a photo on his phone. I'm like, fuck, I just miss my grandparents. I want to give him a hug again. Oh, I don't know if this is true. The punter and the dribbler might be able to confirm it for me, but I'm pretty sure that when they, they cut to Rocket Rod, Rocket had a TV in front of him. Now, I'm like... Is Rocket hard of sight, and they're like he if, gets he gets a TV in front of him. Bro, if you have if you if you take Rocket in in his current form, if you get a, if you have a moment to stop and sort of take him in, Rocket, I would be able, I would comfortably believe if you said to me, Rocket's hard of sight at the moment needs a TV. I go, yeah, it makes sense. Now, no one else had one. Rocket, it's a, it's, he's pretty close to the action. I will say that. No, he's front seat. He's, he's got the... He, it's, his, it's his house. Yeah, so yeah. He's in the best seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's, a, that's what I mean. Like, it must be real hard of sight. <laughs> yeah. 
Now, how old is Rocket Rod Labor? Oh, he's fucking old as Methuselah, if I can <laughs> use it. Who was Methuselah? I don't know. That's Who more is important. Methuselah? Let's find that out as well, Dave. Sorry we've loaded you up with jobs, but um, fucking. So Rocket Rod is 83. Uh, mm. Methuselah, quite a bit older than that. So he was a biblical patriarch. Hey! He, yeah. Methuselah. He. Well, you thought it was a woman. You think that the Bible's going to write stories about women in a positive way oh wow okay that's a all right so he was a biblical patriarch and figure in judaism christianity and islam which i think means his old testament yeah uh he his was the longest human lifespan of all of those in the bible do you want to guess how many uh 200 years oh please uh 71 mate 969 there you go that's how long. That's and how old he tell was. Tell you the Bible's made up. He was he was Noah's grandfather of Ark fame. Oh, he was nine hundred and sixty-one years old. Nine hundred and sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. I thought Mes- I, I. You know why I thought Methuselah was a woman? Because you're thinking Medusa. Yes. <laughs> you know me too well. I know you too well, dude. Yeah. I know you too well. So Fucking, he- I thought I was thinking about Medusa. <laughs> Methuselah actually goes from Old Testament to New Testament. He's in both. Yeah, well, old as Methuselah. Shout yeah. out to my mum who says that all the time. And I'm assuming Nano, RIP, that's my grandma, who was the original Nano. Fucking iPod Nano can eat a dick. Uh, she, I assume, passed it on to my mother. So, there you go. Old as Methuselah, Eddie. Old as Methuselah. I don't use old as Methuselah. You will now, though. Maybe he, you won't. He, <laughs> Maybe not. He died during the flood. Fuck off. Yeah. So Noah didn't even save his own grandfather. Nah. Noah only took his kids, I think, and his missus. In fairness to Noah, Noah already an old man. And probably was like, bro, I'm getting two of every goddamn animal and i got to bring this 900-year-old guy who's had a pretty good fucking run of it already. And space is at a premium on this arc. You know? Well... I'm just saying, let's cool it on fucking Noah bashing right now. Like, Methuselah, as we know, was old as fuck. So that's what got Methuselah, the flood. There you go. You'd actually feel a bit cheated if you're Methuselah. It's like, at least let me get to a point where nature takes me. Like, my body, you know, I'm still kicking here. So is the implication that Noah and his family repopulated the earth? Well, along with the giraffes and the, 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 you know. The real incest stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, how do you think it happened with Adam and Eve first up? Well, well they weren't brother and sister. No, but their kids were. <laughs> but they only had two yeah. boys, didn't they? Cain and Abel. Okay, well, if I'm going to take you at your word there, and then doesn't Cain kill Abel? Isn't that the whole thing? Never heard of Cain and Abel. Haven't you? No. I mean, look, I have, but it's not something by any means that I am uh, too au fait with. The, uh, so Adam and Eve had two boys, and that was that. And that's how we got here. <laughs> uh, okay, it does say they were the first sons of Adam and Eve. So okay. The first sons, right. I mean, back then, though, like God was doing whatever he wanted, right? Turning people into snakes. He could have put a womb in the bum. <laughs> A bum womb. A bum womb. We haven't seen bum worms we for a long time. Well, probably not since Adam and Eve, Eddie. When well, basically Adam by necessity we had to put a womb in a bum because well, fuck Methuselah was was born of a of a bum womb. <laughs> Methuselah was a was one of that's the what, first rectal births <laughs> we've ever seen. <laughs> he was born from rectal birth, which gave him longevity. I, that, well, that was part of 
what they thought was what allowed him to live to the ripe old age of 969 yeah, was... he was born of the bum. Exactly. Whatever the, the sort of, uh, I guess, naturally occurring toxins of the anus protected Methuselah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, it's an anti-aging serum. Yeah, there's some sort of cream in there. Where do you think anti-aging serums come from? They bum come holes. from the bum. I'm in the bum hole. Now you're learning, punters and drinkers. Now we're really into it. Now class is really in session. <laughs> Methuselah born of an anal worm. Thus the age 969. Thus the 969. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Well, yeah. did you have something for us there, Dave? Well, okay. So there was a bit more on Adam and Eve's children. So yeah. after the f- after the murder, Cain killed Abel or Abel killed Cain or whatever. A third son named Seth was born, um, and it says Adam and Eve had other sons and daughters. It doesn't really name them except for the one that Cain married, named Awan. A W A N. And also Adam lived to nine hundred and thirty. Cain, the first man to pull the trigger on un- unbridled incest. <laughs> He's the first one to do it. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. There's my sister. I like it, I see it. Well, what, can, what else can I do? Mm. Yeah, At this else? point, incest's the only option. Yeah. Now, yeah. is it for me? No. Is it no. for you? No. No. Is it for Cain? Yeah. Seemingly. Well, let's not forget that you are legally allowed to marry your niece or nephew, which... We've covered here at length. We've covered here at length. That, I think, has a nod to Abel, doesn't it? Well, I think it's got a lot of Abel in it. It's, yeah, it's like, you know what I mean? That's surely a nod to Abel, yeah. someone that respected Abel's work. Who was like, look, obviously, Abel, we can't legalise the uh, marriage of siblings, but we'll do our best to, to keep your dream alive. How, <laughs> how's a niece go? How's a nephew Is go? Is a niece palatable? Yeah. Would you you'd be down to marry your aunt? Oh, you don't have any. You'd... Your parents started the whole thing. All right, well, it's going to have to be fucking... But it's a nod to Abel. It's a nod to Abel. Or Cain, whatever, whichever one it was. They're both sickos. Um, so Ash won. Congratulations, Aussie Ash. What we a love fucking Ash. win. We love Aussie Ash. We love She's Aussie the best. Ash. She's the Do you know what Steph did, Steph? This is my Steph. We were watching the uh, award, like when she's getting, you know, given the trophy... And we were serenaded by the crowd. Serenaded by the crowd, you know, but like Aussie girl in Australia, Indigenous Yvonne Goolagong, Corley giving her the trophy. And just like this realization, all right, like a realization of dreams and greatness and all this shit. And Steph, <laughs> Steph was thinking, Steph had a moment and thought about like, we were laughing about, you know if Steph was playing and she won and like seeing her all like, <laughs> she's so unlike, you know, but then we laughed about that. And then we sort of get, went back to watching it, but she, her mind's getting like, holy fuck. Imagine if I won the Aussie open, and like in front of my country and all this shit happened. <laughs> she started crying, made her like emotional. <laughs> and like, what a thinking about her. Think about like for a second, what it'd be like to make it. <laughs> She was wrapped up in all of the bloody Ash stuff. And then she goes, oh, my God, that just got me fucking emotional. I'm like, what? She's like, I just thought about if I won the Australian Open. I was like, you idiot. <laughs> Keep Dear dreaming. God. Keep dreaming. What did I think Ash put up a photo being like with her, the trophy saying, and the caption was proud to be an Aussie. Yeah. Well, that's what she said in her speech. She goes, I'm just so proud to be an Australian. You're like, fucking oath you are. 
We're the best goddamn country in the world. We know it, and that's not about you know the little patriotism and all that. It's just we just are. It's just a fucking great place. Just facts. It's the little Aussie that could. Yeah. Fucking good for the soul. Hey, but how about our Australia? We got Ash winning. We got the Cox winning. King and Cock, Cock and King. Rafa winning over the villain, Medvedev, which I don't think anyone cares about. Fuck Medvedev. Dylan Alcott in the final. We almost won the mixed doubles as well. Okay, Dave, relax. Sorry. Almost won the mixed doubles. Well, we were in the final. You just said Dylan Alcott was in the final. The mixed yeah. doubles were also in the That's final. That's all right. No, I, look, I understand that. I'm, I don't I'm think he's out of line Point that out. He's not out of line, but it is mixed doubles. Yeah. Which I think all three of us can agree isn't really a thing. It isn't. Well. Mm, with the greatest respect. To mixed doubles. To mixed doubles. I'll tell you what, if it was Kyrgios and Barty playing, the whole country would be up. Right, but that's it, it rarely is. That's why the doubles... Well, the, even, even regular men's doubles, no one really cares about except for this year. Exactly my point, right? You need to have some narrative. Not since the Woodies has peop- have people cared about the doubles. And I don't know King if anyone cared on. about the doubles. Like, I remember the Woodies. Obviously if you know who the Woodies are, people cared. No, 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 of Simple course. No, 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 agree. But I wonder whether there was... Well, actually, I don't. I would almost say that never has a Woody's match fucking attracted as much, you know, like fanfare and... The Woody's are pr- were pretty old, bro. We were pretty young. No, no, I, I understand. I'm that. pretty sure they retired, like, in right. the year 2000. But do you think there was ever any atmosphere at a Woody's game like you were getting at the Cock and the King? I'd be surprised, but I can't say for sure. That's my point. That, of course, but you'd be surprised. I'd be surprised, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Well, I don't. Uh, the Woodies weren't, from my memory, like massive charisma machines. No, they weren't charisma machines. Mark Woodford and Todd Woodbridge. Todd Woodbridge. Yeah. The Woodies. The Woodies. Yeah. No, they. Weren't. I don't know if they're. I don't know what sort of terms are on now, which is upsetting. Oh no! Which is disappointing. How the fuck do you fall out after you stop playing? Like, I don't what know. What the fuck's That's the matter? That's a vibe thing. That could be complete bullshit. Dave, but look into that. Look into it, Dave. Are the Woodies tight anymore? Anymore. And if not, why? Do we have some... Do you rate yeah, Todd Woodbridge? So there's something here. Uh, I don't. It's, I, I wasn't going to say anything because sometimes I feel like, you know, we can be... Un- like, you don't want to be unnecessarily negative, and even though sometimes we are. But, no, I don't. I found him to be hard to listen to, actually, last night. Well, he's essentially... Obviously, they've gone from Channel 7 to Channel 9. He's essentially what Bruce McAvaney was. Mm. Now, Bruce Layton, Jim Courier... Was the great ens- greatest ensemble, the greatest trio of all time, mm. I thought. In tennis. In tennis. That's, no, that's now gone. I don't think Leighton speaks enough anymore. No, I, well, I that's can't what work I mean. out what that is. Is he not there? Is he like sideline maybe? Or well, that's Groth. But like. I, well, no, there is a sideline commentator. Yeah, Grothy. Yeah, Grothy. No, no. Grothy of fastest serve of all time fame or something. Mm, or is that Duckworth? No. <laughs> no, it's. Um, We've got one guy who's like his thing is. But it's unofficial. It was unofficial because it was done on the futures circuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was Grothy. Might have been. Anyway, Grothy could serve big and quick and thick. But Leighton doesn't talk enough, and I'm like, where is Leighton? Is he at home in his pajamas, speaking every now and then? What's going on? Yeah, I'm, I'm also like, if if I can listen to the opinions of Jim Courier, Woody, one or Leighton. 
fuck be two of those people to listen to their opinion on like what Rafa did wrong. Todd of Toddly fame, and this is no disrespect. Well, of doubles fame. Of doubles fame, not of singles greatness fame. I'm going to be like, okay, I'm going to mute your fucking mic for a second there, Toddly. But also I found him like he'd say really obvious shit. Like, geez, this point, this point might be really important. It's like it's set point. So yeah, I, I imagine that it's going to yeah. be an important set point part or of this break game. point. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure that it's going to be an important fucking moment in the game. Now, if if Todd was only doing the doubles, I'd be like, yep, hundred percent. This works for me. This works for me. He's a Woody. He's done the damn thing. I get it, Mister Doubles. Mister Doubles. But. Just not quite there for the singles. That's me looking at it objectively. Objectively, that's I, right. And that's no disrespect. There was to there Toddley. was there was too much Todd. Not enough. Not enough Layton. That was for me, personally. dude. Way too much Todd. It was the Todd show. And not enough Layton. It was the Todd show. Not enough Layton. Almost no Layton. And then he's MCing shit. I'm like, how yeah. many jobs has this bloke What's got? What's this guy on it? He was fucking. He's also apparently the voiceover who says out. I heard that was Rocket Rod. Nah, it's Toddly. Isn't it's really Rod who says out? That's what someone told me. No way, dude. None of those voices sounded old. Ow. Ow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we weren't sure what he was saying. Just got him to exhale. Uh, I was wondering, are those voices pre-recorded? Yes. It's so, all automated. Uh, yeah, right. So I wasn't sure. The margin for error is three mils as well, I read this morning. That's not much. That's pretty good. Three meals, but it's not. It's more than. I'd like to see that come down. I think we all would, Eddie. <laughs> I think we all would. You know I think I mean? it's. I think we all. Very important that number comes down. Well, I want it to be. I want it to be zero. You, I tell you what, though, no complaint. You don't see any complaints from the they place. can't. I know, but like you, you can't. can't but you can't. You can still blow up. Like what the fuck, dude. You know what I mean? Like, they don't even do that, which I was a bit surprised by. Well, because I think, yeah. I mean, no one really blow, had no one's really blown up, even when you could challenge and shit. They used to just cop it. Roger, I think the only bloke who, and I trust Roger mm. to know, the only bloke where I've been, where I've seen someone go, mate, that, that's bullshit. If that was in or it was out and that computer's wrong. Like, yeah, Roger yeah. will challenge the computer. Yeah, Roger will go... Roger's old school. Well, Roger goes, that thing's fucking, you know, that thing's got a three mil margin for error. I don't. <laughs> exactly right. Ex and Roger knows that. Yeah. And it's probably come down. That might have been four or five. Roger hasn't played for a couple of years. Exactly. Roger has, is, he, well, yeah. is he still going to give it another crack? He's going to come back. I think he's got, I think he's got a farewell tour in sights. Yeah, in 2022, we reckon. Probably wins Wimbledon, goes out. On a God, home. that'd be nice. I'd love him to go 21. Love that. But, you know, 21 and Roger has a ring to it. It does. I'd also like, I was, I was keen for Roger and Rafa to retire on the same number. Yes, well, I think we all are. I don't like having them separate. It doesn't feel right to me. There's still time. Federer would need to be breaking some serious records. Yeah, to but that's okay. That that's age. okay. Well, he's a record breaker, so it's not important. But that's okay. That's fine. Like, Nadal was on crutches three months ago. Did we ever talk about Curios King... Dying his hair and that shit leaking off his forehead. No, we didn't. Did. No, no, we didn't. That is, that's a big, that's a, that's bold, dude. That's a bold play. Like, well, that's as bold as it gets. Some astute operators pointed out 
that perhaps the dying was there to mask the balding? Um, firstly, can I say, obviously, what the fuck else was it there for? What astute observers, no disrespect to those that you may be referring to, well, I reckon he might be doing it because he's going bored. You're a genius. You know what I mean? Of course that's what he's doing. He's covering. I don't think, I don't think everyone would come to that conclusion. You, you, you pride yourself on it, so it's obvious to you. Well, but like, why the fuck else did you have that in your head? Because he's a dye guy. Yeah, but you dye your hair. I don't think that runs. I don't think it's just like if you dye your hair. Again, I don't know. You don't reckon hair dye runs? Hair dye runs. I think that if you get your hair done, if your hair dyed like properly, like a hairdresser, right? Like, mm. I think like I don't yeah. think it runs. Hairspray that you'd use at like a swimming carnival. Yeah, if you're trying runs. to cover up like bald patches on your scalp, <laughs> that's because that's what that is. That's covering up uh, skin scalp. You know what I mean? Like, well, if you see the skin, then that's like a problem, right? Well, if you see the scalp, it, it then, goes. then yes. that's an indication that you yes. might be losing yes. your hair. Yes. So for King, King's just fucking crop dusting his scalp and then once the heat of the tournament comes on and it starts dripping down the front of his head now listen we love king here we're a pro king show don't hear a bad word about him but that is an insight of sorts into the into the young king well you're just pointing out realities i mean i again king's got a lot of a lot of King's persona seems to be wrapped up in the hair. So if the hair's going, I think maybe King Wigan. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. I'd go along with that. I'd go along with that. At the end of the day, him and the cock, Grand Slam champions. Well, Grand Slam doubles winners. Can't you say doubles champions? I don't know. I think you can. Sure. I think can doubles champions. Yeah. Just wanted to put the doubles in there. so people. No, well, you have to do that. Caveat central. Koganaka said he was going on a three-day bender. Thoughts? Um, I mean, love to see that from the cock, who I think at last year's tournament, dude, wasn't he like dressed in Kmart shit because no one had sponsored him? Now he's there dripped in Nike gear. He's just won the doubles. Is he back in the Nike? I'm pretty sure. Do your own research. but I don't I'm, think so. Right, if he's in fucking Kmart, I'll, I'll blow you. And I mean that respectfully. I don't, think he was in, I don't think he was in Nike. Can you check, get a photo of the cock and the king... Post game, just see what they're wearing. Kings in in. Your kings in Nike. We we know that. That we do know. Yeah, no, it's not Nike. Fuck. Um, I got Should be. Is it no brand? It's some weird brand that looks like it's. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not. Okay. And I can't get it up on the. Well, screen. look, I'm happy for you nonetheless, cock. It looks like the logo looks like it's the industry super fun logo. Oh, I think so I saw him so doing an ad for that as well, actually, with uh, Scotty Cam. So he's with Industry Superfund. Is that what we're saying? Wow, that's much less sporty of a brand than I had ever fucking imagined. Well. Joe Burrow. Is this second year in NFL and he's yeah. now in a conference final? Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. After winning, like... After, like, the greatest individual season yeah. in... Winning the Heisman, winning the college championship. Yeah. And the Bengals were nobody, weren't they, before? They hadn't made a... Oh, they hadn't won a playoff in, like, 40 years. A playoff game. Christ. 
That's crazy. Another one too, looking for three. Uh, against my Chiefs. Against my Chiefs. Chiefs 21, up 13. 13. Um, How many points is that? Eight points. I think it's time now we move on from tennis. What do you think? I think we should. Eddie, did you see this week, friend of the show, Joey Leilua, so he signed with a fucking, with a English Super League team. Uh, the Featherstone Rovers. Featherstone Rovers. Yes, I remember we've talked about that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's emerged this week that Joey was unaware that the club he signed for... Wasn't in the Super League? Wasn't in the Super League. They're the second division team. Well, they got relegated. Yeah. They're not playing top flight rugby league. Yes. In the Super League. That's right. He's, they're so not he's, in the Super League. He's basically the, signed with like the equivalent of like the Wentworthville Magpies. Yes. Or the Newtown Jets. Or the Newtown Jets. Or, you know, one of those teams. What, has he got quotes about it? Like, wh- how he got to the point of not knowing who he was signing for? And, and but, so where, but where does that leave Joey? In Div 2, bro. But, like, when, you, when he says that he wasn't aware, when's he saying that? How's he saying that? That's what I'm hoping young David can... Yeah. So, um, in, an e- in an interview with BBC Sport when he arrived in England, uh, Leilua was talking about some rumours about his, uh, you know, behaviour and whatnot. So, he goes, at first I was trying to come over to different clubs and some of them wanted me. They came back to my manager and my manager said to me that someone had been putting in their ear that I'm a bad person, which I already know who it was and it was obviously one person. So, it was difficult to come over. Then he says, I got a phone call from Brian and Martin to come over here and play. I didn't know they were second division, to be honest. The way they spoke to me, I thought they were first division. They spoke to me and convinced me to come over, and my wife said to come over and start fresh and enjoy it here. It'll be good for the kids. It's somewhere different. Now, I can't imagine... This is just the way my brain works. Mm -hmm. I could never imagine signing for someone Mm. and not Googling who I'm signing for. It's the, it's... Do you know what I mean? Like that so is fucking ridiculous. The lack of due diligence on but not it, but Joey's part <coughs> or on Joey's management's part of just like... Well, Joey's management, no. They just want to clip the ticket. They don't give a fuck. They're like, does Joey care? Well, I don't think he knows. It, or it's like, well, Joey hasn't said anything, so it seems like he's comfortable playing Div 2. They're like, surely Joey's Googled this team, right? Was jo- I mean, is it our responsibility to check with Joey that he's Googled the team? Or do we assume that Joey, as, you know, a professional athlete, has Googled the potential fucking the place that he's going to play? I knew the Featherstone Rovers were in Division 2. I knew that. Mm. Joey, who's playing for them, didn't. Surely when you sign for someone, you go, Featherstone Rovers, enter. What do they wear? Where do they play? But do, How did they go last year? But, well, that too. Uh, you'll find out they got relegated. But also, like, the, the people that he dealt with at the club, well, they spoke like it was a first division side. Did, did they say they were first division? Or did they just talk in, like, a manner that was professional? Yeah. Did they just take it professionally? Yeah. Which Joey's not really used to. Joey not king of the professionalism. No. He's an amateur player. And that's no disrespect. Well, he's a professional with an amateur, amateur well, it, well, it and was like, amateur sensibilities, yeah, amateur approach, sure, potentially, arguably, no disrespect. Did 
like was he surprised by where the where the club was located? Did that some of the facilities? Well? You know, Joey. How did he find his way to the ground? Well, it would have been probably one of those line bikes or something. They weren't stumping up for fucking. Cab, well, I just cab mean, fares. was he was he picked up? I'm just surprised he made it. Well, that's what I mean. I'm saying Joey probably, you know, the the, the realization probably kicks in when you're having a fucking stump up cash. When like did he realize they were playing Div Two? Seems like recently, because he's only just come out and said it. They've never been in the Super League as well. Okay, so, well, there so you they, go. Like, I thought they'd been relegated. I'd never heard of them playing Super League no, personally. They've played in a couple finals, so they've almost been promoted. But, I, yeah, as far there as I go. can well, tell, there you they've go. never been. There you go. There you go. That is outrageous. It probably came up when he was like, oh, when do we get to, when do we get to play Catalans? Because he wants to go down there and rip and tear. Yes. He's like, well, fuck, I'm going to get Piercy's number. I'm going to get the sheriff's number. I'm going to go down Tyrone there. Tyrone May's number. Yeah, and we're going to go have a fucking giggle. And they're like, what do you mean? He's like, well, when are we playing Catalans? He's like, well, we're not. Why aren't we, why aren't we playing them? What the fuck? Well, they're in a completely different competition. P.S. I am of the belief that Catalans now officially our Super League team. The Catalans Crumpets. I think they always were. Uh, so do I, but I just wanted to make it official. We got Mitchy Boy over there. We got Narps. You know. The Catalans Crumpets. The Catalans Crumpets getting the job done. Or the Crumpets. Crumpet. Yeah. The Crumpets. Or the or what are they what are the French pancakes? Called? Surely they're not like I want a crumpet. Crepes. 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 Yeah. Catalans crepes. Well, crumpets. Well a crepe is a French. A, cr- a crepe is not well, a crepe. Well, sorry, crepe's more pancake. Is a crepe a crumpet? No, it's not. No. It's not. So, so it's what are we calling them? Crumpets. Crumpets. I apologise profusely for... Or is it crumpet? Crumpet? Crumpet. Yeah. Don't have a crumpet. Catalan's crumpet. I think that's... Crumpet. Yeah, that's our team. Sure. That's my team. That's our team. That's our team. The team of the punter and the dribbler. Yeah, at least in Super League sense, at least the Knicks Eagles, of which I'm rocking... Nice bar. Joey um, Leilu, I love that. Yeah, well done, Joey. That's really, that's really, that's eyes up footy. That's Joey Leilua fucking shit though, right? Like, if anyone was not going to know who the fuck they were signing with, it yep. fits. It fits the brand. <laughs> <laughs> Where are Featherstone Rovers located? Featherstone. Obviously in Featherstone, home of Captain. Home of the Rover. Featherstone. Home well, of the That's Sword. No, that's Feather Sword, which Michael owes me $1,000 for, but never going to pay me that dog fuck. That's a 2021 storyline, though. Dior? Um, I'm getting it. The internet's a bit slow. But while we're here, I'll just give you this. Is that working? I try to get the French pronunciation. The internet is completely... Shout out to the internet. Shout out to the internet for not going the big lift. For having third world sensibilities in a first world country. Well, it's Monday morning. The internet's like, nah. Nah, fuck it. I don't think so, bro. I've said this on this podcast before. I could download fucking full movies to my phone using Japanese hostel Wi-Fi. And I was just like, whatever the fuck we're doing here is not good enough. Crumpet. There you go. Crumpet. Crumpet. You, not, not, not great, Crumpet. but... Side note, Ozark on... Do you watch Ozark? No. You've never watched it? No. Edward, fuck. No. 
Right. Oh my god! Did dude. you know it's twenty-one all? Shit, I didn't. I did see him go in. Don't know. They did happened. get the two-point play. Two-point mm. play. So Featherstone is just outside of. Well, it'd be near Castleford. Would be the closest Super League team. It's basically just outside of Castleford. Yeah, Castleford. Castleford. Um, oh, Castleford. It's just outside of Leeds and Wakefield. Cool. Up there. Uh, well. Kind of in the middle, but more up than London. Closer to Manchester than it is to London. Yes, up. Yeah, up. Not like Scotland up. But up-ish. 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 Cool. Good on him. Good luck, Joey. Um, hope you get fucking promoted, bro. Probably win the Man of Steel from down there. Mm, uh, maybe. Let's move on. I wonder if the second division is called like the man of plastic. <laughs> the man of like aluminum foil. Yeah, yeah, something like man of tin. Man of tin. <laughs> Did you, are you across the Aaron Bain story, Eddie? No. Dude, he got a concussion in, play in the Olympics. Thought nothing of it. Yep. Then copped a knock, I think, in like another game. He said like the concussion was quite bad. Had to take painkillers and shit for headaches, I believe. Yep. Dior this. But then played the next game, got another bit of a head knock, and then ran off the field to go to the toilet, collapsed in the bathrooms. They found him unconscious on the floor. Again, do your own research for the specifics of this, but this is pretty much how the article read. He fell and hit two hot hooks in the wall, fucking mm. gashed his arm up. That's not an important part of the story, but basically... It's a part. It's a part. Couldn't walk. Every time he'd get up, he'd collapse. Then they had to get him, like, an ambulance. And, like, legitimately, like, he couldn't start. His, like, limbs started to go numb and shit. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? It was in the height of COVID, Olympics, Japanese hospital. No team members or team doctors and shit could get there. He could barely translate. And he couldn't feel his limbs and all this sort of stuff. He didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, it says here um, when he first arrived at the hospital, yeah, he couldn't communicate with the nurses and doctors. He had to use his phone to translate messages and basically worked out there was too much pressure on his spine. And that was kind of how it started. That's what happened when he first went into hospital. Yeah. So, like, this concussion he had or something like that. So, this concussion is causing pressure on the spine? Well, he had... What, like, at the top there? He had internal bleeding, which yeah. put pressure on the spinal cord. Yeah. At the top. Like where the where the spine connects to the don't head. Don't know exactly. The spine bone connects to the head bone, but bro, he's like I don't think he, like he's trying to get back, but it's like it could end his career. It he's been basically like he was over there for fucking ages, and he's just been like disappeared off the face of the earth, and no one knew what the hell was going on, or at least no one reported it. That's he had to learn to walk again. Like he had to learn to do all this shit again. What the fuck? And is it, how is Aaron now? I think that he said, like, if you saw him, you wouldn't know. Yeah, he said he's doing much better. He hopes to play in the NBA next season. He says, if you saw me now, you wouldn't know anything happened. He, he's 36, and he's like, my goal is just to get back for one more. So he's had a good... Yeah, he's had a good career. He just signed a $14 million extension before he did it, I think. Um, Jesus Christ. Hopefully some of that's guaranteed for How exposed are these NFL fields, dude? Like, they just don't give a shit, do they? Oh, well, it might rain. Tough titties. Well, yeah, I know. It's a good point. And they're out there for four hours. Yeah. You see them at like... And in snow and stuff. Like yeah, La Lambro. Lambo. Lambo Field. Yeah, last week the Packers game like, was what like... what the fuck? Minus, that Paco game. The Packers game. It was ridiculous. Like, that is, that is freezing. 
It's fucking cold over there. Dude, and in, a lot oh, of my God, my homes. In Buffalo, there's like one or two games every season where the snow is literally like inches thick. Yeah. yeah. I just, I can't imagine what that would, that would just be a yeah. horrible, There horrible are those time. games where like the end starts. They just sit like, out there in the elements. Yeah, mm. there's like one pass the whole game. And it was yeah, and freezing. Like well, get better, Aaron. Get better, Aaron. Um... Then the only other thing I had before we were to dig into dribbles, I don't know if you've got anything, Eddie, but um, Paul Collingwood of former English player slash English team staff, test staff member. I know Paul Collingwood. Can you just get the quote up, Dave, if you can find it about his, like, basically his, what he said about the English in Australia and how it was like? <laughs> yeah. Um so he said, Jesus, he said, yes, we made mistakes. 100% we made selection mistakes. We made toss mistakes. But the fact we actually turned up and agreed a five-match Ashes series, the guy should have been given medals for that. Why? What a weak, weak attitude. Why should they have been given medals? Oh my God. They wanted participation awards. He says here, it would have been much better if we'd done two matches and then three next year. Oh, uh, shut what? the fuck up. Why? Why? Was you, it that you, Your players weren't up to it. How, why was it that difficult? Once you got down here, it was pretty chilled. Surely. You didn't have to go to bloody WA. Didn't have to go to WA, that's right. You got pumped, mate. Yeah, your warm-up wasn't ideal, but neither was ours. Whose warm-up was ideal? Sorry, we just fucking won a T20 World Cup. Like if, you've, if, you've got it, if you've got issues with the warm-up, then I think you needed to, to take some umbrage with the fucking T20 World Cup that was like a day before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now you guys didn't make there the was finals, no there was no who said that there was rules around you and your inability to come down here earlier. You could have come down here months earlier. You could have come down here earlier, to. Paul. So shut the fuck up, Paul. There's, there's no there's no participation awards because you're a beta. Yeah, we can give I mean? you we can give you beta awards. I can like, give, we give you medals. Like I can give you a beta award for being a beta. That's not a problem. That's what if that's how you want to roll, then that's absolutely fine. The betas. Yeah, it's the, you know, award shows, night and night, it's the beaters. The beaters, where all the beaters go, and yeah. you get participation awards for being beaters. Yeah. The entire English team's invited. Obviously. And Paul's, you, that, that includes Paul will be there as well, handing them out. All right, time to dribble. Let's do it. Tom, Eddie, D or Dave, um, just a quick follow-up on the, the petrol chat, um, where D always claiming to remember... You know, the days it went over the dollar mark. Um, so I'm 29. And is it just me or is a lot of the, you know, early, mid-20-year-olds, they seem to claim to remember a lot of shit that they're just too young for? Like, and I might be completely wrong and, you know, there might be 32-year-olds out there, you know, who, you know, call me on my shit when I say I remember the Power Rangers. But... Just some food for thought. Love to hear your thoughts. Um, see you soon. Look, I think that's fair. You know, I mean, we were merely moments ago sort of talking about the Woodies now. Oh, we were good. definitely alive when the Woodies were doing their thing, obviously. And, like, I do remember them winning tournaments, but I don't know how many I watched. I would not have been able to tell you their names. Yeah, no, but you would have pretended like you knew the Woodies. Yeah. Well, he probably does know the Woodies. I thought that was a Toy Story. Them. There you go. I don't think they... Pl I think they retired in like the... I think they won gold at 
the Olympics in Sydney and I think they retired. Good for them. Way to go. Well, they might have won silver. I don't know. Um, but look, yeah, I but think, yeah, I think everyone enough. lies. Not everyone lies. That's not, that's not right. But like people love to pretend they know shit. It's like when people talk about fucking loving Jordan. You didn't watch him play, bruh. You didn't. You watched The Last Dance and now you love Jordan. Or you got a t-shirt with him on it from like an older cousin once. Yeah. You never saw him play. You though. never saw him play and you'd be like, yeah, but I was alive in the 90s. It's like, yeah, but like, were they showing games of basketball yeah, in Australia what sort of, at that time? What sort of visibility did you have on the game of basketball? None. That's what I thought. So yeah, I don't know if that helps. <laughs> Woody's won gold in 96 Atlanta, silver in Sydney. Let's see. Yeah. So thought it might have been a silver. It was in there. Mm. That's probably why they are, aren't friends anymore. Well, I think so. Wouldn't have helped. No. Wouldn't have helped. Tom, Eddie, Dior Dave, Rabbit Dribbler here. Hey, boys, long-time listener and a long-time uh, viewer of the Punters and Dribblers page. Boys, they come on and they're coming on each other. It's massive. You know, it's huge. It's... It's a, it's a it's a big deal, and I've noticed just the the constant flow of dribblers, you know, upset. Oh, I can't find anyone to come on. No one will come on me, etc., etc. Well, good idea, good idea. A Tinder, but for dribblers. Hear me out. So you log in. Oh, I'm in my local area, you know, wherever it may be, five kilometres. Oh, look at that. There's a dribbler down at the local uh, toilet block waiting to be come on. Off we go. Match. Come on each other. Exchange numbers if you liked it. If you didn't, off you go. Thanks for coming. It's just an idea, you know. See how we go. Anyway, boys, be soon. Yeah. There is a lot of rhetoric in the P's and D's page about the come on at the moment. It's got some it's got it's got tongues a wagon. It does. Tongues seriously a wagon. There's like a mix between, you know, the uh well, there's certain dribblers who find it, the, the come on has become, you know, it's become too prominent now. It's gone from being cool and fun to now being too much. Then there's people who are like, fuck that, coming on, ripping and tearing, videoing it, putting it up in the P's and D's page. And then there are some who are like writing out like full-blown fucking like rules to like what you should do with the come on. I think there's a lot of overthinking being done. I think, I think there is a tremendous amount of overthinking being done. I think... If you want to come on someone, do it. If you want to return, that's fine. Do I think you go up and scream in someone's suspecting person's face? I'd no. advise against that. I don't think that's, you know... Um, a lot of what I got... Socially in, good behaviour. A lot of what I've got, historically, has just been up. Yeah, same. I went at the beach on the weekend at Clavelli. And you're just like, hey... And obviously, if you're listening, you don't know what the fuck that was. But no, it's just but like, it's a little... It's just the visual... But if you don't like it, don't do it. If you do like it, do it. Who gives a fuck? It's... Don't think about it. Just, you don't overthink any of this shit. It's not meant to... It's not meant to leave you dedicating time to, like, fucking... Uh, do it. Don't do it. Too much. Not enough. Relax. You're not wearing the shirt. Wear the shirt. You're happy about it. It's like, everyone take a breath. Fucking come on if you want. If you don't want to, don't come on. Now, I don't mind the Tinder thing. If you really want to be cummed on, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Do but that like, too. You know, there's other ways to get cummed on if you want. If you want to. It's up to you. There, there's many a way to you get know, cummed on. If that's your vibe, 
That's cool. Then that's it. Is there 39 seconds to go, Eddie? Yeah. Three points in it. But I will say this, just so it might help people sleep better at night. If you if you don't want to return a come on, we don't fucking care. No. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if that if that makes you feel better, do Tom and I give a fuck? No. No. We're good. We're You're sweet. good. We're good. We're it's cool. all good. We're cool. It's all good. We're absolutely fine. Yeah. Don't sweat it. She'll be right. She'll be absolutely She'll right. be absolutely fine. But if you want it, by all means do it. If you don't, that's sweet. That's cool too. Um and we'll just keep fucking I think we just trucking keep. nut over here. Yeah. Every day. Happy birthday, Eddie. Just thought I'd share some famous people you share your birthday with. Oprah Winfrey, Adam Lambert of fake Freddie fame, Molly Meldrum, Toby Rudolph, and two kings by the name of Eden and Jonah of Eden and Jonah's birthday fame. It's been one year on and really? still new as fuck. Enjoy the day, boys. So you share a birthday with Eden and Jonah. That's the biggest names. Oh, I didn't know that. They're the biggest names on that thing. Did we know that? Have I forgotten that? No, I didn't know that. Dude, what is Mahomes doing, bro? Oh, he's dropped it. Uh, Why? What the fuck is that? Scrambling, Tom. Scrambling. Bro. Well, thank you for the, thank you for the birthday wishes, mate. Um, that was quite a list. I don't remember any of them except Eden and Jonah. Oprah Winfrey. Um, Oprah Winfrey. And Eden and Jonah's birthday Adam fame. Lambert as well. Yep, a fake Freddy, I think he called him, which I like. Um, but yeah, for those of you newer to the podcast, uh, Eden and Jonah's birthday, they basically called and tried to break the record for the most amount of dribbles. They broke the record, but it was... It was a shit it show. It was an absolute shit show, and they ended up becoming villains for a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, they did. That was anyway. a strange time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. Well, good times. Great times. Great times. Uh, anyway. Let's move on. Oh, boys. It's Danny Exotic. Now, Dave, I know you get fucking inundated with fucking dribbles. But grant me the courtesy. It's Danny Exotic. I'm in the Hunter Valley. Central New South Wales, the Hunter Valley, the Wyandon 69 region of Australia. Please just grant me three dribbles. Three dribbles is all I'm asking. I'm going to exhaust the first dribble of the three tonight, Thursday night. And I'm going to use that dribble to open with a joke. Mm -hmm. Now the joke is... Tom, Eddie, and Dior Dave walk into a bar. The barman looks up and says, get the fuck out of here. And we can all be relieved after that joke that he did not come back with three dribbles. That was his only thing. <laughs> that was his only thing. Okay, <laughs> terrific, Danny. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, good on you, man. Tremendous. That was terrific stuff. Really, really good really stuff. Really good shit. Okay. On we go. Tom, Eddie, Dior, Dave. First of all, like I say, podcast, loving it. Short time listener, first time caller, and I'm having a really good time listening to the body. Actually, today, not a dribble, but more questions, actually. Um, obviously, you guys know from your demographics and whatever stats you have, Melbourne hunters and dribblers. Look, I'm 
I'm wearing the merch around a fair bit at the moment. I'm freshly new to Melbourne, month and a bit, but haven't been come on yet. Just curious as to, you know, what the P's and D's are like down here. As you know, I'm a fresh boy down here coming from Wollongong straight down to the Big Smoke. Second question. So went to the uh, pyjama party tonight of Scorchers v Sixers. What is the etiquette when taking a catch? Obviously, if you're catching it on the boundary, do you run into your teammates or do you let your teammates run out to you as you've done, you know, half of the work so they should do the other half and come out to you? Anywho, um, well, Cowboys Premiership soon, Parramatta Eels Premiership never. Well, love you, boys. Enjoy. I don't think this will come as any surprise to our listeners that we aren't as big in Melbourne as other markets. Look, we're huge everywhere. Melbourne, just not as huge. Not as huge. Yeah. Not as huge. That's all. That's how I'd t- class it. Not yeah. as huge. Not as massive. So that, that's first and foremost. Secondly, if you take a catch on the rope, should, you get your, should the players run out to you? I think that if you don't run at least halfway to them, then you're not going to get a hug. Yeah. I think everyone's going to be like, I'm not running out to you. You're a beater. You're on the road. Well, also, the game's taken place in. So you come to us. Yeah. You've also got to celebrate with the bowler who, you know, maybe drew the miss hit. It's not all about you. No. I think if you stay where you are, you'll get nothing. You'll get nothing. You've got to come and meet them. You've taken the catch. Good for you. You might get a well done, mate, from the bloke carrying the waters. Yeah. That'd be it. Like, it remind, that reminds me of one of the catches. I took a couple yesterday, but just one of the catches. I took three. One of them that I took, um, and it was sort of out on the boundary. I did have to cover some ground to get to it. Obviously, I, I caught you it. You covered ground? Well, yeah, mate, trust me. I've, I've right, covered yeah. some serious ground. Yep. Um, and obviously, I made the catch because otherwise I wouldn't be regaling you. And much as you said, Eddie, we, I met halfway with my team and we all celebrated together as opposed to them coming to me after I took the catch. Well, they wouldn't have come to you. No, after I took the catch. You're right. One of three. One of three. Yep. No, I'm just saying. A couple were behind the stump, so I was wiki as well, so just some screamers. Follow the ball. Uh, nice. Hey, Tom. Hey, Eddie. Just the uh, cricket dribbler. I was just um, listening to that chat oh about Tom's God. struggles with his mother-in-law, and I was um, wondering if, um, you know, maybe Tom's got a few hidden skills, like maybe he can knock in a bat, kind of like what I'm doing now. Um, maybe that's something you should, like, you know, do at the house, get her to rock up, and then just, like, fucking just bang the shit out of her and just really out the dog up. Anyway. Uh, love the potty and shout out to Ferrero Dribbler. Gotcha. Who's the Ferrero Dribbler? I mean, I thought that could have been me to be completely that's honest. What I'm, that's why I'm confused. Shout out to him, whoever he is. I'd think that you know, I'm the Ferrero Dribbler, but I'll allow it. Um, dude, not much more alpha than knocking in a bat. I don't know, though, whether my uh, Croatian mother-in-law, who doesn't give a shit about cricket, will respect it as much as the average Australian male would. She probably, and I, I'm, I'm assuming here, I, I'll acknowledge that. Would she know that you need to knock a bat in? I don't think she'd have a clue. She'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? That's a horrendous sound. Can you please stop? Stop it. Or if you're going to do it, do it outside or yeah. do it on your own time. Yeah. Not on my time. Which is reasonable. It's reasonable. So will it help Tom? No. No, it won't. It's also not really handy work, you know? Now, if I was doing it while sitting on top of a ladder changing a light bulb, maybe. She'd actually probably be just more concerned. 
Can you change? Can you change light bulb? Yes, I can. Yeah. Can you change a tire? If push came to shove, yeah, I could. Have you ever changed one? No. Okay, well that's not a great sign. It's not a great sign, but if push came to shove, which it does sometimes, then I could do it. It's not that fucking hard. It's the hardest part of be getting the car. You've jacked. never done it. Yeah, but I'd be able to. You reckon? Yep. How do you know? Because I'm, whilst I am not the but you've greatest. You've never done it. That doesn't mean anything. I could have never fucking done something that's quite simple and go, yeah, I reckon I could do it. Like what? Don't know. Off the top of my head. <laughs> it's a great point you make. <laughs> but, you know, like there'd be many things comfortably, like just something obvious. I've never. Can you, can you jump start a car? Have I done that? Don't know. I wonder whether we've done that with like a Fergie Ferg sort of a thing. I know I've done it. Yeah, I don't know if I I've done. I don't know if I've jump started a car because I've I've only really had one manual and that thing was never in. You don't. It's not. You don't oh, intercept! Shit! Oh, high tackle! Wow. It does the car doesn't need to be manual to be jump started? Really? You know, it runs interesting. Out of See, I would have thought it was just a manual thing. Well, then, Why? Why I don't know, because you've got it. That's the only way to be able to jump start it is yourself trying you know to what jump starting is. Yeah. What? Where you're like rolling the car and trying to get it started when the fucking battery's dead. Mm. I mean, it's a, that no, is what it is. You, like don't, jump you, don't roll it. you don't roll it. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant no, because you know the one where you there is where you push the car. Yeah, he'll start. That's well, yeah, but that's also a jumper. That's jump starting. He'll well. It's fucking jump starting. Let's not pretend it's well, not jump starting. Where does the jump come into play? It's just the term for it. You don't hill starting. No, jump starting. It's the term because of jumper leads. No, but I agree, which I can't do that though. So back to that one. Can't do that. (laughs) But jump starting also the rolling of said vehicle. Now, listen, do I know that? No, but I'm going off vibe here. And to me. I'm I'm pretty confident it's called a hill start. I thought a hill start was just what you would. The way I see hill start. Is what starting? What do you mean? Starting a car on a hill, with in a manual, and it's difficult. You're like, fuck. But you can just turn it on. Or do you mean like? like I just more mean like when driving a manual, yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah, out of right, fucking, right, trying right, to get right, into right, gear right, on a right, hill. Right, is a hill right, start for me? Uh, yeah. So according to Wikipedia, push starting, also known as bump starting, roll starting, clutch starting, popping the clutch, or crash starting. So yeah. no hill starting. So no jump start. And no hill but starting. No jump no starting. But neither yeah, one. I think a hill start is when you're like, oh, you've got to do a handbrake kind of thing on the hill. Yeah, right. You tr- yeah, cr- yeah. Can you do that? Uh, yeah. No, I can now. Yeah. When I first got into it, it was one of the great stresses of my life. Like nothing would make me sweat more than stopping in traffic if on you, a hill. If you're not, even, when, even if you are a manual driver, when you first drive a car and you're on a hill and you've got a takeoff, don't tell me. You don't pretend... Yeah. Or like fucking parallel parking on a hill. Dude, fuck all that shit, man. Anyway. Thanks for the question, whatever it was. Let's move on. Um, I got to run. I'm sorry. But there's two more dribbles. Just hit one of them. And then we're going to call it a day. Yeah, just do that. We'll just do this last one, Dave. Okay. Like if we do, or do we just want to leave it at that and you just fucking. Got one more. All right. Tom, Eddie, Deal. G'day, Luke here. Zach here. Uh, first time, uh, fuck that. Done, 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 done. Done? Done! Done! Okay, Dallas. 
Okay, Don. You, you gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta, you well, they won't play it, but I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep you, Artie. All we wanted to know was, Tom, as a father of fucking two, <laughs> do you ever sit back and fucking be jealous of Eddie pounding margaritas into the earth every Saturday night? Upcoming weddings. Upcoming weddings, all this sort of shit. That's all we want to know. Having comparatively better chat. Debatably better chat. Uh, but Manly, uh, one hamstring away from losing the competition, so... See you at Queen's Park, mate. See you at Queen's Park. What do you make of that, Tom? Firstly, great question. Thank you so much for your question. Calling from just off the dance floor at a fucking big old house party, it sounded like. Do I get jealous of Eddie ripping and tearing? Yeah. <laughs> you think I'm going to give some like, no, 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 not at all. Uh, 100%. Are there times when I'm like, God, I'd love nothing more than just to walk out the door and just go and fucking pound margaritas? Yes. But you know what? I've also got two babies that are fucking amazing. So, no. Would I trade it? No, I wouldn't. Do I now just appreciate ripping and tearing way more? Yes. Eddie rips and tears fucking every Friday, Saturday, usually. Whereas I... When I have them, I really enjoy them. When Eddie's having them and I am not, I'm really jealous. <laughs> Could you two just not talk anymore? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.